the model of Dr. Price's book, Spark the Heart, Engineering Your Empathy in Your Organization. Mm. In one of the chapters, she talked about Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Welcome to the Business and Pleasure of Flowers. We're your hosts, Fonda Lefevre. And Lori Wilson. And we believe that business and fun are a perfect combination. Kind of like us, Vonda. <laughs> Hey, Lori, how's it going today? Good. I'm glad to have you back in the States, in the good old U.S. of A. It's good to be back to the States, but I'll have to say I'm kind of missing my people in Bogota, Colombia. Yeah, I, I can imagine. I want to hear all about it, but I know you're exhausted. You know, I'm really not. They're on the same time zone, so that wasn't bad. It's just that, you know me, I don't usually start my day at 6 a.m. and end my day at midnight. So that's, yeah. I usually yeah. start my day at five or six, but right. I'm not the night person, you know? Yeah, it was crazy. You and Ellie and Audrey were all, first of all, so good at keeping me up to date while I was here, you know, sending me texts and pictures and stuff. But I could not believe how early the text and pictures started and how late in the day they were continuing. Yes. Right. Dang. These are some long days. They were long days, but they were really good. And the week flew by. It just flew. Yeah. And Ellie and Audrey and I are going to do a recap on the whole trip, but I just thought, you know, you and I were talking about what to do for this week. And I said, Hey, let's just do a replay of the episode we had about creating a ripple. And you're like, no, let's talk about it. So, hey, here we are. Right. Because I think I told you the a long time ago, when you guys were talking about this trip and Amy, our natural farms buddy, was telling us about this trip. I, I think I mentioned to her the only part of the trip that I really was like, I don't want to use the word sad because I wasn't ever sad, but the part I was like, ah, I wish I was going. It wasn't so much to go to Pro Flora. It wasn't really, oh, I want to see the operations. I want to see the flowers. I want to see what's trending. None of that. That's all amazing, but right. it was the people, right? It's the missional side of my heart, which is a huge part of my heart that wanted mm-hmm. to meet the people hug the people, learn about the people and, and develop that relationship. And when you came back, that was the first thing this morning out of your mouth. Like you got teary eyed and you're like, I miss the people. I I miss the people. I do. And then when I got on our staff meeting, that was the first thing out of Ellie's mouth. Mm -hmm. I miss the people. I miss the land. And I was like, oh, those are the moments. Those are where that's what I totally get. And so that's what I want to talk about today it's yeah. just those feelings that you had. The people were so genuine, you know, and that's what I just loved because mm-hmm. you know us, we're genuine people. That's right. the way we right. are. And when you meet and you're able to connect with people that are like that, oh mm-hmm. gosh, it was just, it was just so, it was so wonderful. I can't even tell you. It just made me so proud that we're part of natural flowers or natural flora and Amy Desperado from Natural Farms. I mean, it's a whole thing. Just 
it just made me proud. And I don't even, I mean, I don't own any of it. Right. That, right. Right. You know, it's just that they create the bouquets for flower click and to be able to see and experience each and every one of those people. Oh, it was just, it was just great. And then if we go back to that ripple that I was talking about, when I look at that, Lori, and I say, okay, the ripples were in many places. You know, we met, Lucia, who was in charge of the operations. That's that's Audrey's bestie, really, with the right. farm, right? She's right. the one that's things happening. But you could see the ripple with Lucia and her people that are working with her in the office, how her positivity and the way she treated them that went down to the next person, to the next person. And, you know, I'm sure she wasn't seeing or experiencing that. It's the way they operate. Yeah. Again, you know, Amy walks in who hasn't been there for a year and everybody is just like, she's the rock star. Right. You know? She's the queen has arrived. She was. And it was such a respect that they had for her. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just brought joy to their faces just yeah. to see her there. And well, you know, she's part of the ripple. Huge she, part. She is a huge part of the ripple. I mean, the way she treats them and respects them, you can see it coming back and they're just mm-hmm. like joy filled. And Edgar, who is in charge of the production, wow, what a force. I mean, he's on the floor working with these people every single day and has really high expectations for them. Yeah. But the ripple, because he has respect for them to get that done, was just. So cool to see. Just really great. Yeah. Yeah. And you were talking about one thing you noticed because you're very discerning. When mentioning Edgar and the respect, you noticed that that was reciprocal, right? It was a mutual respect. So when he walks through the farms, he's talking with them. He's making eye contact. They're talking with him. You could tell that he was approachable and they have just as much respect for him as he does for them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I kept thinking, gosh, Lori talks all the time about the culture of a business. Mm -hmm. Right. Culture here was was one that you talk about being ideal. I mean, Mm -hmm. we walked through the greenhouses and you could tell the people that were in charge of the greenhouses, even maybe a leader or a foreman, and all of them were communicating, you know, and even then the rows of the field, here they are and just doing what they needed to do and happy about doing that. So that was really, really cool. Right. You know, it's interesting that you're bringing that up. I was reading an article earlier today because I was pulling resources for our profit blasts that we're going to be doing, you know, when we go to Chicago, talking about management and making a ripple, all, all of those kind of things. And one of the things I read that brought me back to the conversation you had just had about Edgar and how he treats his employees, even though he is their boss was an article that was part of it was talking about as a manager, you don't need to tell your employees constantly remind them that you're their boss. Like Mm -hmm. you should never say or have in anywhere in your statement or your sentences as your boss, be your boss, you know, I'm your boss. 
that's implied. Like they know that. Right. For it's, sure. But when you say that, it's almost derogatory. It's almost condescending. And it's already known. And so he was giving examples of his father who owned his own business. And he used to go to work with him a lot, kind of like Ellie did with you. And his dad owned a pretty big company, but as a child, an elementary age child, he didn't really know like financially what his dad did. He just knew he went to work every day and owned a company. But he would hear his dad talk to coworkers and he would be interviewed by people as to what he did. And he goes, oh, yeah, yeah, I help him out. I help this guy out. Da, da, da. But what he didn't realize is he was his boss. Like he owned the company, but he never said, I'm his boss. Right. He said, yeah, we collaborate on things or I help him out on some things. So yeah, I worked with him on this project. And he said, it, as he grew up and realized that, he's like, that's how I want to treat my employees. Yeah. Because the, the father's attrition rate was like at, you know, 95%. Like those employees were diehard in love with his father because mm-hmm. of the mutual respect he had. And so I thought of, even though I wasn't there to meet Edgar, I'm like, yeah. that's probably how that guy is. Yeah. They a lot of respect, you know, with each other, right? So right. obviously Edgar and the team, I guess, that worked mm-hmm. uh, on the bouquet making team, but also the the coworkers had respect for each other. You could just tell they were having fun. They yeah. were enjoying what they do. And you could genuinely see that here they were working hard yeah. and but having fun. There was music playing in the background, Lori, mm-hmm. and and they were just enjoying there was the whole joy. Thing. There was joy among them. Yep. It really, it was awesome to see. Like I was proud. It's like I yeah. was saying that. I was just so proud that this was a farm we were working with. Just, just yeah. really proud. Amazing. And you got to tour some other farms too. I, we don't need to talk about the names of them. I don't remember. And you liked them, but you said this one was a different vibe for you. It was a total different vibe. And sometimes I think maybe since they were we were touring them. They didn't have any music. It was silent and everybody was just very serious. And that type of feeling, I didn't feel it was as collaborative or enjoyable is not what I was seeing. And Mm -hmm. I do think that comes from the top. I mean, the owner of the farm, then the person um, who was in charge of that product, not just the production area, Andreas oversees the whole operation. And then of course, Edgar was in charge of the production of the bouquet area, but there were people who were standing there waiting for flowers to come in for another farm. For instance, if they don't have the perfect color carnation, it's not in production, then they buy them from a different farm and then somebody has to be there for quality control. That guy was so joyful just waiting for his truck and then he's got a little team inside going through everything. You know, they're just not, they're not Debbie Downers. They're just excited. They're grateful for their job. They take pride in their job. And the farm feeds them a big lunch every day and takes care of them as far as their needs, which I suppose makes them happy to come to work too. You know, they like the people they're with. They like the people who they're working for. They take care of them. They bus them back and forth. You know, all the basic needs, I guess. Yeah, well, it goes right into the model of Dr. Price's book, Spark the Heart, the 
engineering your empathy in your organization mm-hmm. in one of the chapters she talked about maslow's hierarchy of needs and making sure your employees <laughs> all of those needs are met before you can ask them to achieve the top right you have to make sure shelter food water healthcare all of these things are met mm-hmm. before you ask for the moon you can't ask for the moon if they don't have food and water for sure like, so it's amazing you know they're clearly doing it right they're choosing to care for their employees with an empathetic heart and it shows and the other thing that i love that i know you guys are going to expand on even more is speaking of ripples, you guys made a small ripple too into the little flower click group that does our bundles. Mm-hmm. You did a little design show for the ladies. Talk a little bit about that. Yeah. So each week, our production for our flower click bundles happens on Tuesdays and Fridays to be shipped FedEx or via Armalini truck up to the Bildoran locations. So what we did is we asked. Edgar, who he wanted to attend a little class that we were going to give. And we had 20 workstations set up with a container. And we took one of the bundles that we had selected, the magenta bundle, and put that at each one of the workstations. And then he ended up having the bouquet assemblers who do just the flower click bouquets come and stand at the tables. And we did a design class. Well, I know no Spanish whatsoever. And so Amy was the interpreter. And so I would kind of give instruction and then they were making the design as we were going. And it was just, it was so cool to watch how intense they were watching Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and wanted to do it right, obviously. But here there are 20 people in front of us doing this and there's probably a hundred standing around watching this happen. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. So the people who- Oh my yeah, gosh. Which, which was kind of cool that they allowed them to do that, yeah, right? Kind of I didn't know that. Yeah, you know, that's fun. Around and watching it. And so then afterwards, after we got done, then I went around to each one of these- workers and, you know, helped them with their bouquets or just told them how beautiful it was. A couple of them were really in tears because they were so joy-filled that nobody's ever done that before. Because I asked, I'm like, Amy, Edgar, have you ever done that? And they're like, no, we've never done that. And such joy. It was just such joy on their faces when we were able to do that. Well, I can't imagine. I'm trying to just put myself in their position. The fact that they're so used to just doing their work and going mm-hmm. home. You know, the, the fact that you guys did something extra just for them yeah. is, you know, th- they're not used to it. And so think about that, that little afternoon or that morning, the blessing you gave them, yet the huge blessing you received. Oh, and Ellie and Audrey and Amy, how much fun and joy that brought everybody and how we can do something like that as a business owner, right back mm-hmm. here, a flower shop owner, a flower click owner, like we can all take that example mm-hmm. and figure out what can I do for my staff? And, you know, 
of course, a flower shop owner isn't going to do a little design show, but right, right. it can be small. What small yeah. gesture can mm-hmm. I do out of the norm to show my staff, hey, mm-hmm. you matter? I think one thing is not even your staff. Your staff, I do think a lot of times the culture that we talk about often I think a lot of times our flower shop owners do that. I think many of them do. Yes, I agree. I would say stepping outside of your shop and holding a design program like this, because it was pretty basic, right? It was easy, basic things that I knew they could succeed at. And if we take that same pattern and create a ripple at a nursing home. Yeah, I was thinking the nursing uh, home too. Yeah, yeah nursing home, right. uh, assisted living, a homeless center. Yeah, any of those kind of places. Yeah. Because that's where you're going to get the joy as the teacher. Mm-hmm. Because if they they will be so overwhelmed of your kindness and what you're doing. So that's the kind of thing I would think of back here at home. Is yeah. yes, your employees. You're not going to do a design show. You're you're going to continue to build the culture and appreciate mm-hmm. them and show mm-hmm. them how much you appreciate everything you're doing. But if you truly want that feeling, right, you have to go out of your comfort zone. You do. You have to go out of your, your comfort zone to make a ripple and you have no idea. You know, I was telling you earlier when we were talking about that, I was like, that's the cool thing about a ripple. You have no idea where that ripple ends. And an example of that, take the opportunity to do pedal it forward, right? right. That's where there's right. a, a huge ripple. You know, Society of American Florists, it's called Pedal It Forward. If anybody hasn't had that opportunity to be part of that, just take a look at safnow.org. Yep. Yep. It's all over their social media. It's on their website. I'm going to be doing it here in Houston. I'm so excited. I had lunch on a Sunday after church with my aunts and uncles and my cousin who I told you she works with the food pantry here. We are going to do it. We're going to team up with a food pantry and a senior center that is outside of not only kind of our comfort zone, but of our little bubble here. It is one that is not frequented very much. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, which is the whole point. Right. Um, and so we are going there and we are very excited. My son is going to help us because we need a big bucket carrier. Sure. And uh, so we're, we're excited. We are the, very, creating your ripple for sure. Oh yeah. We are so excited and we are just going to love on these people and pass out bouquets and we're going to give them an opportunity to give a bouquet to someone, you know, and that's a point she brought up, you know, one of the coolest things, there are going to be people that we meet that have very likely never in their life, Fonda, been able to give someone else a bouquet of flowers. Mm-hmm. Never, because they've never afforded that, been afforded that opportunity. Yeah. And um, that, uh, like, that brings, uh, puts a lump in my throat. Like, yeah. that's crazy. 
Mm-hmm. That is crazy, but I probably couldn't do it this year. I've been too emotional because yeah, I exactly. people <laughs> yes. put those bouquets together who are getting them delivered to you, Lori, for you to be able to share that yeah, love and joy to that. other people who can pass it along to someone else. Think of that from the very beginning. Yeah, you the, met the people that are making this happen so that I can share joy to these people. Like it's it's crazy how the whole thing works. You got a crazy universe. You, you know? will be sharing so much love when you hand those two bouquets to someone and then the joy that they're going to get to yeah. be able to give away. Mm-hmm. Wow. And I think it'll be kind of fun. You know, some of these people, if I get to have conversations with them, I can tell them, you know, just two weeks ago, my boss w- met the the women that created these bouquets in Colombia. She was standing next to them, talking with them. They created these. I mean, that's pretty amazing. That is. That really is. I'm so excited that you're finally doing that because how many years have you said? How many oh, years have I been complaining? I mean, asking to do this. <laughs> <laughs> and we said to Amy, Lori, I'd like to do this sometime. She goes, oh, do that. And we're like, yeah. yes. So yes. I'm excited. I've got a lot of questions though. I have to figure it out. I don't know. Do, do they come in like plastic? Yeah. You're getting five stem bouquets. So there'll be five right. stems of whatever type of flowers or foliage and they will be con- come in a sleeve. And okay. so you will take two of those sleeves and, and hand them to somebody. So okay. yeah, they are already bunched and sleeved. So it should be okay. easy for you to distribute. Well, our backup plan, if some of these people who, who are in, like if they're in nursing home care, which there's, mm-hmm. a, there's a possibility they might, we are bringing some solo cups and I'm bringing my scissors. My, yep. We're just going to chop and drop and there you go. There it's you a go. Face. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> well, you know what? I was going to say, go somewhere to garage sales this weekend. You probably can pick up dozens of aces that would I be. I know, but I'm just thinking to carry. I mean, I don't have a delivery van. Ah, uh, that's You true. know what I mean? I'm just trying to think of what's easy. She's yeah. like, we can just get some solo cups. That's yeah. fine. It's going to be fine. It'll be fine. It'll, be, It'll fine. be fine. It's all fine. <laughs> it's all figure outable, Vonda. I know. I love that. So you are the the queen of figure out. We are going to figure all this out. Yeah. I I'm excited for to see, you know, the ripple that all of pedal it forward is going to make. And I was looking at the registration list on their website. It's a lot. Does it say how many States at this point? I know they were really working. Yes. Every yes, state. it does. It has a map on there. So they kind of make it competitive. I mean, they're real into peer pressure. So kudos to SAF for getting Kudos is right. Yeah. Well, speaking of SAF, Sheila and Kate Penn were both there at oh, Proflora. I didn't know so, that. So we saw Ever. them at Proflora. And Oscar, who is the president of he, SAF, he was there as yes. well. So we yeah. had a great crowd of Americans there to help represent SAF and the industry here as a whole, but we're all trying to make ripples. Yeah. Yeah. And I know you guys are going to be talking a lot about pro floor, but it was massive. It was massive. Mm -hmm. It was massive. Did you get through the whole thing? Yeah, we did. We did. We we walked the floor a couple different times, just taking in all the beauty and all the new varieties. But like I said, we'll talk about that with Audrey and Ellie. So So getting back to the States, when you got to lay down at night, laid your head down in your bed, closed your eyes, 
what was the thing you thought of and you thought, man, that was amazing. Like what was like the one thing that just you the thought? connection at the farm, just that. I mean, I just think when I laid down, I thank the Lord for safe travel and being right. able to even have that opportunity to yeah. go and the connection, the connection there. I mean, I saw beautiful things. I met a lot of people outside of the farm, but I just was so thankful to have had the opportunity to see and view and experience but it's all about it's about people that's you and I Lori oh, yeah. it's it yeah. it's it all about it's all people. about connection well i'm glad you made it back safely it's funny i i never was worried about your safety i don't know if that's good or bad but i never once had like a weird nervous feeling i i think part of it was cuz you were with amy Mm-hmm. And I knew, I mean, everybody was going to be over there. It was a big event. And so. Yeah. The um, only thing that if anybody is thinking of going to Bogota, just have patience in the driving. It is yes. the worst. And we will cover this, I'm sure, again. It is the worst traffic in the world, Ellie found out. In the world. Gross. Crazy. Crazy. I think next time, here's my advice. Rent some bicycles. The bicycles and the motorcycles were going between the cars and the buses. Like they were just. Maybe they were causing the traffic. Mm, No, I don't think so. But there were a couple of times we saw the motorcycle or the bicycle on the ground that it was a situation. So I wouldn't have wanted to be on a bicycle or a motorcycle, Lori. Sorry. Not safe. That's true. Yeah. Okay, well, we will wait and hear how your ripple goes next time. Yes, I will report back. I actually told my son, Reese, I wanted his girlfriend to come too, because I want her to be in charge of pictures. Ooh, there you go. I need a photographer. You do. I am not going to remember to take pictures. So maybe she'll come and do pictures for us. That'd be great. All right. Thanks. Thanks for the interview, Vonda. You did good. (laughs) Thanks, Lori. Your ripple is next. Okay. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. We hope you enjoyed spending time with us because we enjoy spending time with you. If you did, make sure you hit that subscribe button or add the business and pleasure of flowers to your Google morning routine or your flash briefing on Alexa. We look forward to seeing you next week. So please come back and join us and discover how a bit of knowledge and one small change in your mindset can take you to new levels in your life and business.